A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Hello, bonjour, moi everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of The DNA Airwaves. Today's episode is brought to you by The DNA Project, your live entertainment specialists. Want to learn more about this great company? Then check them out at thednaproject.ca. Each episode of the podcast is recorded, mixed, and produced at the MPL in Toronto. The MPL is a collection of film and audio studios right here in the GTA. Check them out at the-mpl, that's maple without the vowel.com to learn more. Our guest today is Melanie Durant. If you don't know Melanie by now, you probably have not lived in Toronto, but she's been a staple in the R&B scene for quite some time. Her music has garnered over 4 million streams on Spotify and iTunes, and she's even reached the top five in the Canadian R&B charts on iTunes. Her latest album, Where I'm At, is slated for release later this month, so we sat down in studio with the R&B songstress and talked about her upcoming album, her early start with music, and what it was like to share the stage with some big acts like Jill Scott, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, and Sean Paul. It's a great conversation with this cool lady, and I hope you guys enjoy it. This is the DNA Airwaves. We just talk about what could be inside the briefcase. The only request is always talking to your mic about two inches away. Headphones help with hearing, like in case you move away and stuff. Looking at you, Dariki. Yeah. Oh, this here (laughs) doesn't work. And we're running, so whenever you guys want. Hopefully that coffee's kicked in, because here we go. We are live. This is not my first rodeo with a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Not saying it is. She was born with a microphone in her hand. What? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's, Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the sound check. Lovely. <laughs> that's, lovely. that's the business. That's, that's step one. Speaking What's step two, Anthony? That's really as far as I had thought. And it really shouldn't be step one if you just show up for the sound check and that's it. Maybe some practice, some work, some singing, some playing. I mean, I could just keep doing this. You guys are just staring <laughs> at me. Going. Really I was wondering where you are going to go with this. Why don't you lead us in? Talk. I mean, that's a great idea. So step one is being born with the microphone in your hand. And as rumor, my, it's a rumor that I'm starting right now. I think Melanie Durant may have been born with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's find out how you doing, Melanie, and is it true? Uh, yeah, 100%. Sounds like it. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. Well, really, thank really. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. I didn't even have to break in or anything. It's oh. awesome. Yeah, I guess... With Being invited is everything. Yeah, it really I'm, is. It really is. How are you today, Anthony? I never I'm ask good. you. I always ask her and I, or the guest, and I never ask. Should I tell them how you thought I was today? 
No. Okay. No, 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 we'll save that, that for another like time. A mild version, because I walk. Because it's changed like, now. Now whoa, they look at you. What's wrong with crying. you? Were you just <laughs> crying? No, I wasn't just crying. Okay, I'm in the middle there. of telling you how happy I am. <laughs> you cry the most out of the three of us. That's funny. <laughs> so you guys don't cry at all, then? No, no we cry true. plenty, but you cry more. I don't cry. <laughs> I might point. Are oh, you talking about like pointing things out? Is that crying? Are you saying like crying is complaining and? No. We hear you in the bathroom. (laughs) Wait a minute. I thought big girls don't cry. I thought big Mm. Y is not a big girl. (laughs) And uh, let's move the focus back. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, bad man. Bad man. With your what? Jeans pants? (laughs) Jeans pants. (laughs) And we got carried away. Melanie, how are you doing today? I'm great. Okay. I'm lying. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go back to bed. But you got coffee, so that should give us I do, I do. I'm about to hype out when it kicks in. Yeah. Then you're going to need security. Why coffee does that to you still? Yeah. Really? Why'd you say still? Because like it used to happen for me, but now coffee doesn't <laughs> oh, get you, me wired. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, because I drink it probably too much. Yeah, if you space it out like once a week, once a month, I once drink it like week. once a year. I guess I could once try every that. six months or something like. Yeah, that. then it has. Then it's like you see the true effect of the coffee. One hundred percent. I'm like, hey, macarena. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what are your thoughts oh, on the macarena? <laughs> <laughs> Musically, I, I think I still can't really do it. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was going to go there. But I won't. After yeah, this, we're going to get Matt to do the Carlton oh and the Macarena. Gosh. And because we keep talking about it, we're going to have to put a video up or something because we've mentioned we it a few but, uh, times. But I want to get good first. No, no, no. We need, we before need the before and, and the after. Before and after. So we need you, okay. what you're doing now, and then we'll get someone to help you do it better. And then six months from now, we'll, we'll get all the songs we'll to help you. It sounds about right. It takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess that about does it for the small talk and banter portion of the podcast. <laughs> Let's commence in full speech. Here we go. So, Melanie, honestly, though, how did you get into singing? Well, I was born and my mom sang to me in the womb. Mm-hmm. And then I started humming when I was born. And then after humming, I started singing uh-huh. when I learned words. And that's the And story. that's the truth. <laughs> that I believe, because your mom is a great singer. Thank you. Well, I mean, that wasn't to be a compliment. That is just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm still sleeping. I know. <laughs> it's going to be a rough one, guys. You are. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so you would actually hum melodies before you could talk? Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was what? amazing until uh, I started getting in trouble for it. <laughs> Why would you get in trouble? trouble? Yeah. Why? Because, you know, manners at the table, you're supposed to be eating and oh. not singing. Mm. You know, so I'd start singing and my mom would say, no singing at the table. And I say, oh, mm. okay, sorry. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're still doing it. But then years later, my mom said, I'm sorry for that. She goes, you were creating and I didn't even know it. Oh, no. <laughs> always music, always, yeah, yeah. 100%. And I imagined because she was a working musician too, yep. so you must have been like in the studio and on the road and things with her too. Is that true? I don't know. Yes. Okay. One hundred percent. We were like uh, touring across Canada, and of course, you can only—I could only do it when it was like summertime and stuff like that, because you got to be in school. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I saw a lot. We did a lot. It's a lot of fun. And then, of course, my mom would uh, call me up on stage, and I would introduce the show. <laughs> How old but, were you when that started happening? I don't know. I was little, but I know I was doing it like it was the Muppet Show. I was like, and here comes Karen Duran. Waka, 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 waka. 
That's amazing. When did you first perform in front of an audience? Uh, kindergarten. Yeah, I th- well... <laughs> what did you say? You know what? It was probably hmm. my family at family parties and stuff like that, or just like dancing around in my diaper around the living room. <laughs> so you're always the entertainer. But to actually have a, a stage and an audience, it would be kindergarten. I was, I was the angel on the top of the Christmas tree, and I had the solo. Oh. <laughs> That's weird to say, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so what made you want to pursue it further than that after you got a little taste of the crowd in kindergarten? The stardom. Yeah, yeah, once you got a taste of stardom, what made you want to actually like continue with it and actually pursue it as a career? Because I wanted to be like my mom. Mm. I just wanted to be like my mom. That's all I wanted. I wasn't even thinking career or anything like that. Right. I was like, I just want to be just like my mom when I grow up. I think that's what every little girl wants, you know, to be like their moms. I don't think everyone wants to be like their <laughs> Okay, mom. you know what? That, <laughs> that, that was maybe too far. I think you far. had a special mom, so maybe that's my mom. probably why. Oh, wait. You what? Elaborate. <laughs> she was a cool person. Okay. I was still yeah, enough, I said was. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. But as a like a performing mom, like seeing your mom performing, that looks pretty cool. I would probably uh, yeah, be like right. absolutely. That's more what it was that would draw her to you know wanting to continue performance, watching how awesome it looks and how much fun she probably was having. Yeah, yeah. But That's um, exciting. when you decided that, did you talk to your mom about and that, did she have any trepidation about her daughter doing the exact same thing that she was doing? No, she's just proud of me. Yeah. She's like, just encouraging and smiling. She never said anything negative. She, I was going to say, except for, you're great, but that's not negative. No, <laughs> not <at all. laughs> she, she just looks at me and she's proud of me and she encourages me. Wow. So after kindergarten, when did this start to become a thing or more of a thing? Well, um, during school, like every year in school, I would, a lot of times I was the new kid. And uh, I was a loner a lot of the times. And I would uh, probably sit and hum to myself like a weirdo. And then somebody would always say, oh, you could sing. And then they'd bring me over to a bigger group of kids and say, sing for these guys and sing for these guys. And then I'd start singing and then the kids realized that I could sing. And then they turned on me like, she's a show off. Oh, oh. (laughs) "Oh my God. I went through that so many times. Really? That same thing happened over and over again? Over and over. That's interesting. That is. So they they would bring you out. What grade would that be? (laughs) Every grade, man. Every grade. Story of my life. would bring you out and parade your skills. Yes. And then... Turn same, on me. Same kids would get upset yeah. that you're talented. Later on, yeah. Hero always becomes the villain, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's call them out. We have a podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Who's laughing Where do they now? Live? Emily Flores Ooh. and... No, I'm joking. <laughs> that you name sounds too... There's an Emily Flores <laughs> crying somewhere right now. Like, I didn't even know her. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God. Were you then, always writing too? You know what? Um... I wouldn't write things down, mm-hmm. but I would create my own version of songs that I liked. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it was just manipulating the melody or singing an alternative uh, alternative harmony, alternate harmony. Yeah. Um, so I was always creating in some way. Yeah. And then I would, uh, <laughs> I had a tape recorder. It's actually two tape recorders. Yeah. And I would hold mm-hmm. it up to the radio and... 
<laughs> tape it, yeah. Oh, wow. And then I would sing a harmony and then do doubles with oh, the other one and engineer. then stack, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stacking with tape recorders. <laughs> but I didn't know what I was doing. I just, you know, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. Yeah. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> Melanie, did you know that that's how multi-track recording was invented? No, <laughs> I really yeah. didn't. By, by Les Paul, the person that invented oh. that white guitar up there, he also invented multi-track recording. And the way he did that was he got two tape machines. I seen this video. record into mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And then he would play that back. And record into another while he played something on top. So you just reinvented <laughs> multi-tracking. That's oh, wow. incredible. That oh, I didn't know. <laughs> At a young age. Where's That's my check? <laughs> yeah. so you get something for... Do, have you ever like had an amazing idea... And it really was your idea, and then you look it up, and somebody else came up with yeah, it. Yeah, that so happened many times. very recently. Because that's a billion-dollar idea that you came up with yourself before you knew it, it was a thing. Yeah, Jeez, that's amazing. Great money. She's seven. a genius. <laughs> that was seven. Yeah, both oh, seven. Wow. <laughs> that's who did you listen to back then? Well, who were your favorite artists? You know what? I've always listened to old-school music that's older than me because, mm -hmm. I mean... I like my mom's favorite stuff and like right. Motown stuff. Yeah. And so I've always been listening to like Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, she's uh, the Supremes, Dinah Ross and Supremes, Gladys Knight. Mm. Do you um, remember what song you were trying to record off the radio? Uh, no. <laughs> No, and it wasn't one time. Oh, it's like yeah, a bunch yeah. of times. Was, Do you have any of those tapes? Practice. Yeah. No, I don't. Like, uh, come on, what tapes? <laughs> right, yeah, tapes. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. I'm looking for some. Hey, lost if tapes you do something. find them somewhere, bring them here. We'll restore them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I don't think I'll find those. That's <laughs> 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 what believe. <laughs> and then, so what happened next in your journey? You went to an art school, right? I did. I, I went to uh, Earl Haig's School of the Arts, but uh, before that. Um, okay, because my mom was touring so much, I mm. had a babysitter that I actually lived with. Oh, wow. Oh. And uh, her kids would, uh, they took music lessons. So every morning for half an hour, one of the kids would be practicing and they would wake up the whole house. One played piano and the other played guitar. Mm. And I was hearing this every morning, every morning, every morning. So then I went over to the piano and I figured out how to play what the other kid was playing uh, because it's like, how many times can you hear the same thing and yeah. not? It's like, okay, how are you doing this? Right. Even though I didn't ask him, I just went and started doing it. So then I was like, she needs lessons. It's like, why? <laughs> why do I need lessons I if this. I could do what he's doing? <laughs> and he's been taking lessons for five years. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, I, I ended up having a piano lessons. Okay, nice. And... Um, it's terrible. I would say that that was nice, but oh. I was using my ears the whole time. And then oh, my okay. teacher realized it like three years in because she's three like... Three years this. in? Yeah. It's a long time not to catch yeah, on to, to that. Catch. Well, that's the thing I... Who's this teacher? <laughs> I don't remember let's, her Let's call name. everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her name, but I remember she said, play it from this part. And I start from the beginning. She goes, no, from this part. And I turned to her and I said, I'll get there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's, I'm approaching there, you know, because it was a muscle Just memory thing. Up, and I'm yeah. listening. Yeah. It's like, okay, it goes like this. It goes like that. Yeah. You know, the music Funny. progression. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, wait a minute. <laughs> play it right from this part. And I was like, oh, Lord. And I started going, every good dog deserves <laughs> right? it's counting what it is yeah, and yeah. measuring it's like oh, i oh, hate counting me. and measuring it's the worst that and then she realized that i was faking it but um 
faking the reading part. But you know what? A lot of the greatest musicians, they don't read. Right. Like yeah, Oscar Peterson, true. he didn't read. He just played. Mm-hmm. Right? Stevie Wonder yeah. doesn't read. Doesn't read. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, well, wow. Good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did that too. I was like, wait. Yes. <laughs> we all did. Right. Like, record scratch. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That Are there Braille funny. notations? There's got to be. There's got to be. Okay. 100%. We'll look it up. Yeah. yeah that, that is that interesting. Is, that is interesting. There's got to be. But right? then you can't play you can't with play both hands. Read. Yeah. You maybe it's like. Oh, a no. Right. Right. Or maybe you like take a couple bars in. You'd be taking sections and memorizing probably. Yeah. Repeating. Interesting. You always ask these questions that just make us all just sit in yeah, silence. Go, mm, and like, I want to think more, go, but I got to keep mm. talking. Things that make you go. <laughs> we'll get Steve uh, on the next episode and we'll ask, we'll him. ask him. Maybe, yeah. maybe not next, but soon. soon. Yeah, yeah, in two or three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So back to art school, because I think that's where you're leading up with your oh, yeah. so then, defiance uh, and piano lessons. Yes, after the piano lessons and all that stuff, uh, I went to Earl Haig School of the Arts where I met a lot of like-minded people that I still know today. Did the perception of you change? Because I know you were saying before everyone was kind of making fun of you. When you went to art school, <laughs> were, you, were you still um, being... Wait, wait, when you say making fun of me, I, I didn't mention that I was a tomboy and I was the strongest and fastest and... Yeah. Was, so there was no more fights? <laughs> there was, I actually didn't need to fight. Oh, they but, just knew. They just knew yeah. what time it was? Because I was yeah. quiet. I was very shy. Mm-hmm. But I was into sports a lot. And I uh, 100 meter, long distance, high jump. I was could jump the highest till grade six. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> they outgrew me. I was still the little one, but right. I could jump, man. <laughs> Girls, like before puberty... Girls would always kick my ass. I feel like girls are, are naturally stronger until we have that advantage. Until you get a little older. Yeah. Right? That's hilarious. But so true. Yeah. Um, where were we? Art school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And meeting then I, like-minded individuals there. Yes. It was it was really nice. And then I skipped a lot of classes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Going to art school is amazing because it was like fame. Mm. There's the dancers. Mm-hmm. There's the musicians. There's somebody sitting in the hall playing like a big upright cello. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was mandatory for, I mean, I was I was a singer, right? And I was taking a vocal uh, classes, but it was mandatory to take dance classes too. Oh. And it actually reminded me of... Uh, fame mm-hmm. because the dancers would be in their dance gear and you right. know walking down the hallways <laughs> and yeah, stuff yeah. and you know ballerinas ballerinas are like their posture and everything graceful, they're just yeah, graceful yeah, yeah, yeah. and beautiful and intimidating sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you know uh, what I was saying was that uh, it was mandatory to take a dance class and I'd never done choreographed dance ever right so I was taking jazz and something else and made me realize I'm not a dancer. The mm. teacher would be like, okay, this is the choreography, show us. And she'd go, okay, five, six, seven, eight. And everybody go this way and I'd be that way. And I was like, oh, oh. no. And I'm chasing after them, <laughs> trying to catch up. Right. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> I was like, what a disaster. Well, that's that's a big this. part of school too, especially art school, is learning what's not your strength, but still understanding why it's not your strength. Right. Yeah. So you know who to hire later. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 100%. Oh my gosh. But I, I did really enjoy it. Was it really competitive? No, I didn't find it competitive. Do they teach like how to write songs in no. art school? Not at no. all. What? 
What to do? Really? I always wondered they that. didn't teach me. But then again, like I said, I was doing a lot of skipping. Right. Oh, <laughs> you might not have known. That, so when did yeah. you start actually like putting pen to pad? Um, I as an adult, I went out with some girlfriends, and we were at a party. No, we were at a party, and it was like there was basketball players or something, and the girls. I wasn't single. I was just kind of sitting there, right. and the girls are like, oh, let's go talk to those guys and these guys. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so bored. Right. I ended up sitting next to this dude who was, I ended up talking to, and he was like, oh, I make music. I was like, oh, really? I said, I'm a singer. Right. Like, that's really cool. So I, I exchanged numbers with him, and he ended up sending me some beats, so... Even though I've always been a singer and I've always been able to sing, I've yeah. never had to create music, like write a song. Right. So I just tried, mm -hmm. you know, and the first song uh, was Housework Makes Me Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and how that came about was that um, I was cleaning the house yeah, and I was listening to these beats and I just started singing about what I was doing. Huh. And I wrote it down. Put harmonies behind it. So being musical from the first in the first place, the harmonies and stuff, easy. Right. Easy. Remember that was my thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With my tape recorders and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But to actually write a song, I was like, whoa. And I do have like a, a pretty big range. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't know what to do with it. Yes, I could sing Whitney Houston and you know whatever it is that I want to sing that I'm feeling makes yeah. me feel good. You know. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, now. How do I work this thing, this instrument? I don't know what I'm doing. Right. 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 right, right. <laughs> well, hey, everything starts with trying. You just try. Absolutely. Right. So, I mean, up until now, I haven't really hadn't been able to write for my full instrument. I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying. And mm. I, I like where I'm at right now. So this might sound weird, but does like do songs come to you or do you ever sit down and discipline, listen, like I'm going to listen to the beat now and I'm going to try to make something now? Or is it just whenever you feel it, that's when you grab the pen and you really start trying to come up with a song? That's a great question <laughs> because I find that when I try, yeah, when I'm trying, exactly. <laughs> so stuff, my best stuff comes to me all in one thing. Boom. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I better write this down yeah, before I forget yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yep. And start going, going, going and singing and trying to voice note it or, you know, yep. to remember. But I find anytime I try, it's an epic fail. Right. And I have had ideas that I haven't written down or executed or, or even say I've written it down and done a rough thing. Mm hmm. Next thing I hear, somebody else is singing it over right. there. So I feel like ideas are in the air, and it's a matter I, I of who. I totally agree. There's with only that. seven notes. I totally agree. Right. So once in a while, if I feel stuck, I will do this, and this is strange, but I will do this. This is my antenna. Ah. If ideas are out there, she's reaching mm. her hand up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I reach my hand up. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like hmm, I'm gonna catch something. Right. That's incredible. Hold on. You raise your hand so that people come help you or no, no, you're no. actually <laughs> antenna <laughs> into I'm the oh, You literally mean an yes. antenna. Okay. In the That's brilliant. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Also interesting that Matt just stated an incorrect fact for the first time on this podcast. Can't I tell asked. you how happy I am. <laughs> 
I'm overwhelmed. I'm allowed to joy. ask if a fact is correct. <laughs> no, no, no. You That's stated my limit. there are only seven notes. In a scale yeah. per song. Plus the eighth being the octave. Yeah. You can't play. There are 12, but you can't just play those 12. Sean that would Wilson be nonsense. No, he didn't. Unless Seven you're talking about atonal music, he says. sir. He says there's passing notes, passing chords. They're all available. I have the legit thing where he says it. But I'll show you. It. We'll take that off. We'll, we'll take it off. Yeah. 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 Back to writing music. I don't music. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, you do, except for that. When did you realize, like after you, you wrote your first song, and I'm trying. This is why I'm asking. What was it like exposing what you wrote to someone for the first time? Was that hard or did you not have that kind of nervousness about like, this is what I did. What do you think? Because I know what that's like personally. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering someone that's been successful. What was that first moment like? Because then after it's like, okay, I can do this. You're fine. But that first time exposing your craft or your song. Did you have any nerves there or you didn't really? A little bit. I was a little embarrassed. Yeah. Because I was like, well, like, I wrote I wrote a song to, you know, the first person I played it to was probably uh, the guy who gave me the beat. Right, right. And I was like, okay, I wrote a song <laughs> to the, one of the things you gave me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's, it's the first song I ever wrote. Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I laughed. Mm -hmm. He laughed. And he said, that's brilliant. And I was there you like, go. Oh, you oh. like it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then and then so better. we put it out on radio and lots of people liked it. Right. I was like, oh my God, they You're like it. Something. But then there was like, some people was like, yo, that dirty girl. Oh no. She don't want to clean oh, no. the house. That dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's a song, man. Yeah, it's it's a, a song. No, I wrote it while I was cleaning, but I, I was cleaning. I was actually cleaning. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just saying it's not fun. Right, right. <laughs> oh, man. That's don't you go, don't you go. Wow. There's always going to be the naysayers. That's, right? that's part of the process. <laughs> when working with the kind of producer that makes beats in particular, do you ever come up with uh, instrumental ideas and you tell them how to change that or you really sort of leave that to them? Oh, no. I... I do have instrumental ideas and to execute that, if you've ever listened to the music that I do, there's so many harmonies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At first I just had samples and stuff like that or drum beats and stuff. Mm -hmm. So to actually make changes within the music, I did it with my backup harmonies to progress and to make changes within the music. Right. Normally a, a sample, it doesn't change. It's just a sample. It's never going anywhere. It's on mm -hmm. repeat. It's looped. It's going again. Here we go around again. You know, like, yeah. oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost James Brownie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. You're holding a, a mug with our faces on it. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually yeah. hoping you would have. <laughs> never seen that. That's so strange. I was actually hoping that you would have had it turned the other way. So every sip, you're like, this is so weird. Here we go. Is everybody oh, good now? Funny. The little things that make me oh, happy. I didn't even huh? notice until they brought it <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah. This is how I spend my time. What do you like doing more, writing, creating music, or performing it? In performing. Front of crowd, yeah. 100% performing. I mean, you know what? I love creating. Mm -hmm. it's, it's magic to have an idea that's in your head and then you bring it to life and other people can actually hear it. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. actually an exciting thing. And but, one step further, they're singing it back to you. When yes, like, exactly. That's, that's There's nothing like having people enjoy your music and sing it with you and tell you they love it. Or yeah. just to watch their faces in the audience as they're smiling and enjoying or dancing. Or, you know, it's yeah. great. 
What uh, what do you hate the most about being a singer, songwriter, performer? Mm, I think that's I hate comparisons, and I hate mm. when people try to make like music as a competition. It's not a competition You're at absolutely all. Absolutely right. Yeah, because music mm -hmm. is just an expression, that's right? An expression and, yeah. and sharing a, an emotion, a feeling. Yeah. A vibe. Mm -hmm. well, there's nothing competitive about that. You That's feel the way you do. I feel the way I do. Whatever. This is a hot yeah. clip. That's a great point. I really, 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 really. <laughs> yeah. That was a great way of saying it too. It's not a competition. And I find that uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I find women unfortunately end up in this competitive nature. Like there's only certain spot that we can allow women to be stars when there's proof that that's not true. But I find that men aren't so competitive when it comes to music. As have you seen hip hop? Women. Well, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Hip hop. It's pretty competitive. Well, I mean, competitive. I think classical music is the most competitive. And what? What do you mean? Um, well, when we talk to Ellie, who's been through the classical circuit, it's just very like, well, I do uh, Bach yes, misinterpretation. Yes, good point. Okay, you're I guess doing it is. the whatever the Mozart interpretation. Right. Yeah. Okay. That is weird. Yeah, technicalities and things. I wonder why that happens. That is, and Some I also, people, they just like to hear themselves speak. Mm, and you know what? There's certain personality disorders where people got to yammer on about themselves and what they think. And it's like, that's nice. But if it's in a condescending manner, you need to take it away from mm. me. And those people are often artists. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel oh, like right. the competitive spirit takes away from the creativity. Right? Yeah. It's kind it of does. weird. It's, how a, it does. it's a dark it cloud. Together, it doesn't yeah. feel good. I think the industry has something like the the it's pressure labels and stuff. Yeah. The pressure to make it, the pressure to pop through. I'd say the other thing that might get in the way of the music and let me know if this happens to you when when you already have an audience that's expecting that liked whatever the first second third song you've made is the pressure of making something that those fans will like how much does that affect the songwriting for you zero good zero i write good. for me good mm. i write to express myself and how i'm feeling in the moment so impressing somebody is like you know what i'm here to impress myself are you yeah. impressed Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Good. So are we. So are we. <laughs> Thank you. Do you do you what do you picture? Do you picture like when you're writing or when you're I guess creating the songs? Are you thinking more live performance? Do you see that far ahead? Are you hearing like radio or does it depend on the song and the vibe? No, I'm actually just in the moment creating a vibe for that moment. Mm -hmm. Because oh, okay. I I don't think ahead to that stuff. Just I don't, I don't know I just haven't. That's good. Just in the present moment. In the present moment, expressing how I feel to try to relay that emotion within the musical piece of work. No, that's important. I asked that question because I know there's a lot of people who seem like they jumped the gun for sure in trying to create the moments that come after or beyond where you actually are now. Mm. Uh, they try and work what? backwards like i want to do this like big mm. song it's gonna touch people and then they try and make that song that touch <laughs> yeah, people it's gross because like, oh. you can feel that every time we just gotta shut down oh yeah. my god <laughs> that was different that whole he did like 40 chapters of that in the closet i know it was bizarre oh. <laughs> I binged them all before the internet was easy to use. 
So it took me mm. a whole day to like oh, yeah, hunt down yeah, yeah. every episode <laughs> and then sit there and let it buffer. And I oh died God. laughing for days after that. Because nobody really going. understood how many there were. Yeah, so. you thought there was like four and you're like, wait, there's 40? Yeah. <laughs> do you go to the bathroom in this closet? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. It's so long. If you, guys, if you guys are young and you haven't seen this, look up R. Kelly trapped, trapped in the closet <laughs> and prepare to have a new life after that. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I feel like we're not even allowed to say any of this for some weird reason. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. kind of been, uh, empower the bad guy. Yeah, we had that conversation of like, because there's one song by him that to me it's like one of the best songs ever made, and I know it sounds weird saying it, but "Step in the Name of Love" to me is one of those songs you can be in the shittiest mood, and that song comes on, and you're gonna bop, you're gonna bop, you're gonna forget about your problems, yeah. but then now you hear it and you just think of that gentleman. You're gonna guilty bop. Yeah, guilty bop is a new genre. Guilty bop. All his music is guilty bop now. Ignition, yeah. all of it, it's all guilty bops. Even so Fiesta. Oh, Did you guys see Verses with uh, Mr. Big and that was beautiful. Earth Wind? Fire? Yeah, that was. Oh, was it Earth Wind and Fire? Was it not that. Earth Wind and Fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Sorry, Mr. Sorry. Big, Mr. Big, Mr. Big. This is Mr. Ron Big. Isley. Huh. Isley Brothers. Who are you yeah. Thinking? Oh, damn. But did you know monumental. that R. Kelly wrote a lot of stuff for him after? Yeah. Yeah, not His the early stuff, stuff obviously, yeah. but the later stuff, yeah. So we're not allowed to like that either. Does that change the out? art, though? Yeah. Exactly. Is the song not good anymore? I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> what do you? The song is still great. R. Right. Kelly's I an agree. amazing writer, you right. know, and that doesn't change. Can but we separate the person that wrote the song from the actual song itself? I feel like we have to because my thing is there's so much that we don't know about people. True. So it's like yeah. once you know that just you because can't he like was it. exposed doesn't mean there's other not other nasty people in the <laughs> literally industry, you know? exposed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I will yeah. say this though that after all that he released uh, with Lady Gaga, "Do What You Want with My Body," and I was like, could you have chosen something uh, else ooh, for yeah, your return yeah. song? It's just <laughs> maybe very sensitive. He crossed some lines. I he wrote guess, "You Are Not Alone." A lot of people. No, that's a he crossed yeah. all the lines. All yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean he wrote "You Are Not Alone"? He wrote that song for Michael Jackson. Really? I'm pretty sure. How old is this guy? R. Kelly? <laughs> probably old enough to write You Are Not Alone. Probably old enough. I don't we gotta fact check that. I'm actually. I'm Man, you'll, have, you, you'll have the pop Angel with by Celine Dion. Dion. He wrote that too. <laughs> yeah. I still like Pee Wee Herman. Is that one of those things too? Yeah, he's on the same he for me. But he what? just exposed himself. He didn't do it R. Kelly. Yeah, but R. he did it in a theater made for that. Yeah, like it's a different, to me, it's different. He's on like the Louis C.K. level. Okay, like, okay. So there's yeah, levels weird, to this. nasty, but whatever. But R. Kelly is like unforgivably nasty. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to cut all of that. If you heard this, I apologize. Um, so, Melanie. Are you, you apologizing have, to R. Kelly or I'm to apologizing to everybody except for R. Kelly. Um, are you done with R. Kelly, Matt? Can we move on now? Yeah. I will never be done with R. Kelly. <laughs> Let's talk about some real good music that's coming out right now because I know that you've been working on something and you have some new music and new releases. Yes, my brand new single is called Listen. And uh, what did I release it two weeks ago, I think. Brand new. It's off yeah. my new album. It's called Where I'm At. Mm. It's my third album now. Uh, first being Where I'm Going and then there was Anticipation and now there's Where I'm At. Like that sounded that was my radio voice. Now, <laughs> now yeah. where I'm at. But um yeah, I really enjoyed the whole process of making it, arranging it, just thinking through it, 
actually singing all the parts. It's uh, produced by Static Selecta. Scratches mm-hmm. done by DJ Grouch, my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, sang and written by me. And uh, we just did a music video for it, which I directed. Oh, Since wow. this nice. COVID crap, oh my God, mm-hmm. don't forget you're not supposed to be around a bunch of people. Right, so right. I ended up doing hair, makeup, styling, mm. set deck, art direction. Wow. I even brought craft like i had salads and chips and <laughs> to pop and a cooler full of ice like and i pull oh, up man. and my car is packed to the hilt mm. and everybody's looking at me like what are you doing actually i'm saying everybody's like three people like, this <laughs> chick is crazy and they're like do you need help mellow to unload the car i was like no it has to come out a certain way and i had a whole list i had so many lists oh my god because oh. i had um we rented this mansion mm-hmm. To, to, to shoot the video in Swag. and uh, one of the yeah. scenes in the video it, it's a milk bath <laughs> so I knew that because this, this mansion had a huge wow. jacuzzi I'm like how long does this take to fill up so first on, my, milk, yeah. first on my list was to decorate the bathroom yeah. put out the plants put out the flowers fill up the tub put the colorant into the tub Col- and, okay it wasn't okay, actual yeah, milk we were all just like no there's milk, milk in there yeah but not not all. fully. No, no. Uh, First, it's water. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. And then you uh, put the color. What, like, then you put the milk. Hmm? What did, what did you, how you, throw did you color it? Chalk? Yeah. Oh no, chalk! Oh my gosh! No, like a uh, bath bombs. That seems terrible. Uh, for I put like four or five uh, bath bombs. Right, smart. And smart. Uh, like this kind of, it's like a bath bomb, but it's powder. It's not solidified. I put mm-hmm. that in there. Then I had floating flowers. And then once I was done, into hair and makeup to start the first shot. Because that wasn't the first shot. That was the second. <laughs> No, third scene, because it was going to be the last scene of the night. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm yammering on. <laughs> no, 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 please. It's I'm interesting. talking about yeah. it's preparation, about right? Especially at this time, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, you know, not being able to have a lot of people. It's yeah. like, okay, well, then I'm going to be 25 people by myself. Mm-hmm. Out of my way. Damn it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Just make so. it happen. <laughs> Just go, 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 go. But I really enjoyed it. And to see how it turned out in the end, I'm, I'm so happy uh, with the uh, end product because I was worried. Actually, I made a huge mistake by making the bath too warm, too hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I yeah. get in there and I start sweating. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. my makeup. <laughs> oh, yeah. So things went that. wrong, but you have to deal with it because I did say, can somebody get the cooler? And they're like, you want to put the ice from the cooler in the tub? I'm, like, I'm right. sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do whatever oh. you got to do. I don't care. <laughs> And nobody took me seriously, so I just continued sweating. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, it's over now, and I'm um, starting on the next thing. What's the next thing? Uh, The next song. Oh, I guess you can't tell us. Yeah, good point. Good point. Do you want to direct more? 100%. It's so fun. Yeah? Yeah. Would you direct other people or just your You know what? I would. Yeah? I would. I'm... If you listen to uh, my music, you can hear like a back to the harmonies and all the parts and the vocals in and out and this and that. That's how I think. Mm-hmm. I am 100% crazy. There's <laughs> a lot going on be. in yeah, my yeah, head. You have to be, though. It's okay. So, you know. Wow. Do you find that the more glamorous the shot, the less glamorous the actual experience of shooting it is? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, that is a good question. Because I've seen that now. Where no. It is, yeah. oh, okay. You've seen that here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The glamour shots aren't so glamorous to try. It's always like like pins in the back of the clothes <laughs> yeah. holding it all together oh, yeah. and <laughs> fake milk. <laughs> fake right? Milk. <laughs> it, could, it could be, but you know what? I enjoy the moment. Like once hair, makeup, and the outfit is 
on and it's, it's, it's you go into character so I don't feel stressed about that I feel like I, I also do some acting I haven't mentioned mm. <laughs> when mm. all of that goes on it's an escape right mm. it feels good and it's like yes that's right take my picture <laughs> thank you oh. <laughs> <laughs> where do you act Tell us about your acting. In in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I was in uh, I was in Rent a few years back. There you go. And uh, it was the first thing I ever auditioned for. Swag. Really, the last thing I ever auditioned for too. <laughs> <laughs> Retire on a high. Right? <laughs> well, that's the thing they did like press and news and uh, something on TV. And they were interviewing different cast members, and they were like, I went to school for this, and I studied this for years and years. And then yeah. they shot a clip to me, and I was like, I saw them on TV, and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> that always makes them feel so <laughs> crappy. But I didn't see all of that. I didn't see anybody's mm-hmm. until they actually aired that. Oh. My uncle is the one who brought it up. He's like, I see That's Melanie on TV, and everybody's talking this and that. And Melanie's like... I could do that. Uh, I was like, Anthony oh, no. Hopkins is like that, which is always surprising when they ask, "What's your technique?" What's your? He's he's just like I pretend that I'm that person. And I go home. <laughs> There's no prep. That's just, all it is, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just the mindset. Different methods for different people. Right. Very interesting. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Did you try anything different on this third album that you like? never thought you would on the first two? Was there anything different, or was there something you wanted to try that you'd never tried before? Interacting. Yeah. Everything. Mm. Like, I stopped asking questions. Like, somebody had the answer for me and started just taking charge and doing what I wanted to do. And then anything that was kind of deferring me from my straight path, straight ahead, I was like, no, no, no. Just being more sure of myself and more sure of whether it's the message I'm relaying, the hairstyle that I'm doing, the makeup that I've decided on, I'm just doing. Mm Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense to me. I thought someone else was going to chime in after. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it just makes total sense, especially like just in thinking. the in the days of Google, where if there's something you don't know, you just go figure it out. Right. right? There's no true. need. You yeah. don't need to go to the. I don't know how old you are, but we. I still remember a time where if you wanted to learn something new. You went to the library yeah. and you hoped <laughs> yeah, yeah. that maybe they had a book on the thing that you want to learn. And even then, that book would be one book or two and they'd be biased and all that. But now you can just do your own research and figure anything out, really. Even school's not a certainty anymore that you mm. need it. Talk Finish high school. But after that, <laughs> we don't know. That's, that's fair enough. What kind of stuff have you... Do you have any examples of something that you're like, I don't know how to do that, and then figuring it out and being awesome at it? <laughs> uh-huh. um, Other than directing. Not really. Nothing that comes to mind. Okay. Um, Jeez. I guess uh, there was the music video for Gone. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but there's a music video for Gone that uh, I was, I directed with Slack of the Beach Hub. And uh, there's these big, huge feather fans. And... I did some research, and for one fan, it was $350, right? And I wanted six. So I was like, oh, my God. Why do I got to pay so much money for this? And I decided, I'm going to make it. I'm going to just make them. I'm going to get the ostrich feathers. It's like a burlesque thing. And right, right. I went downtown, and even the, the, do- the dollar store got these little fans, and then I started gluing and fixing, and they turned out beautiful. Wow. And I just, because I wanted it, I got it. I, I did what I had to do and for less than half the cost. So right. I was like, yeah, 
<laughs> Winning. Yeah, because when you realize that that thing you're going to buy, somebody else has to make it anyway. It doesn't just come out of the sky. So exactly. why not be the person that makes it? Right. And that, yeah, it's a very good point. Also, I don't know if you mind me saying this, but you had a pretty cool repost recently. Oh my God. You want to tell us about that since I threw it out there? Okay. um, (laughs) Well, I don't know if you know, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Mm. Like, Michael Jackson is amazing. His rhythms, his um, parts, and just the intricacy of the music. And he's Mm -hmm. very in tune with all of it and in tune with the creation of it. Yeah. So I put out my single, Listen, and uh, posted a little link to the upcoming video promoing it. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jackson's guitar player liked it wow. and reposted it and said to his people, check out this amazing new artist. Mm. And I I bawled my eyes out for like an hour. Wow. Half hour. <laughs> half hour I bawled by myself and then I called my mom. I was like, Mom! Yeah, She's yeah, like, what's yeah. wrong? What's going on? What's happening? She thought like something was really course, wrong. And sure. I was just crying into the phone. Yeah. He said, I'm really good. <laughs> Michael Jackson's guy. Like, I'm going to start crying again because, oh, so you know sorry. what? It's better than any award. For sure. That you mm. could, for me, that yeah. I could obtain. Yeah, yeah. Somebody so amazing. Yeah. And uh, that I respect. And yeah, so validation yeah, yeah. That's i mean right. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, super talented that's big for an artist like yourself i mean i'm sure you've already felt like you know you're on a level but when you have people that you see on a level going to you you're amazing that's just the ultimate ultimate mm-hmm. ultimate well, yeah. thank you for yeah. saying that i'm on a level you but I, I don't i don't even think of myself like that i'm just creating music because i love it and it feels good to me and it feels right to me. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've been doing music for a while and yeah. I'm still surprised when people are like, aren't you? And it's like, yeah, I am. I think that's going <laughs> to carry you for that's a lot huge, longer. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. It's you the know, right mindset to have. I mean, it's beautiful. Don't well, ever I'm the same apologize. person I've always been. And I, just because I sing music, it doesn't make me like extra special more than anybody else, you know? Uh, <laughs> Not on like some <laughs> ego trip. Oh, yeah. Here I come. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have a healthy ego. That's that's good. I mean, I, some people that have had the sex, yeah, the success that you've had would easily be like, yo, don't talk to me, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, but you are definitely not like that. So I wouldn't apologize about having, you know, the attitude that you have. It's great. No, it's, it is great. Yeah. And speaking of that attitude, are there some words that you could share with our yes. listeners? Um, advice? Advice for artists, creators, <laughs> entrepreneurs, sure. whatever Keep it is. doing it. Keep, keep going. Every day counts. And just express yourself and don't let somebody else try to tell you how you should express yourself. It's your feelings. Mm. It's it's your idea. Right. I mean, I'm not saying don't be open-minded if you're creating with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on that end, don't shut down somebody else's ideas either. Right, right, right. <laughs> True. But just, you know, express yourself. Oh, that made me feel bad. You know why? Uh-oh. Because you <laughs> don't express yourself? No, I mean, if you just want to create music with the seven notes, you feel free. <laughs> <laughs> I got more options. Man. That's awesome. <laughs> Melanie, it's been great to have you with us. Thank, Thank you so much you. for coming. Thank you so much. Oh, awesome. We can't let you go until you shout out your socials, let people know how to find you. Oh, um, well, you can find me on Instagram, just at Melanie Durant, and Facebook at Melanie Durant, <laughs> and Twitter at Melanie Durant, and uh, YouTube at 
Surprise, Melanie Durant. <laughs> with music. two R's. Yes, with two R's. With two R's. We mm. laugh at the simplicity, but some people have like five different things. Yeah, and like, yeah. on their oh, socials. Boy, I don't know how I'd remember that. Oh, but. no. Oh. I mean, it is what it is. Thank simple. you so much. Simple, simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it humble. Keep it moving. And just do it. I feel like I'm getting kicked out. Keep it moving. No, no, like, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Time for you to go. We're going to keep rolling. And, uh, that's all we got for you. Thanks so much for joining really us. Really appreciate Thank you for having me. It was awesome. And now we're going to listen to you sing. Yeah, we are. Okay. Go listen and go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to sing it here. <laughs> As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com Captivate today to start your free trial.